1: free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: You are locked on reds, your daily Cincinnati reds podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Baseball is back and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr. We don't want to just win, we want to dominate. And here we go. All righty, for today's Locked On Reds, I thought I'd bring in a guest to talk about this most recent Reds game. He is somebody I've talked to before, Stephen Offenbaker. He is a friend of the show. He is my friend. He is the host of the Reds Alert podcast and he is here with us today. Steve, how are you doing, sir?
2: Aloha, Jeff. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I'm sipping on a little Evan Williams right now and, uh, Just enjoying life in general. The weather here in Cincinnati has been pretty great the last couple of days. Humidity been very low in the high 70s. I think today might have been the low 80s, things like that. It's been good times. How's Hawaii?
2: Hawaii is, as always, great. Uh, 75 and sunny. Uh, The ocean is nice. The beaches are great. And they're all around.
0: I was going to ask, because I know that, uh, I think it was, was it Douglas or whatever that was kind of accosting the Hawaiian Islands? How did that all go? Was that all right?
2: So, it's very interesting when you see these these hurricane tracking maps that the National Hurricane Center posts. Um, many times you will see that the track takes a direct shot at the Big Island, and then we never get hit. And, you know, knock, knock on wood. But... Uh, the reason for that is we have this giant mountain called Mauna Kea that's, you know, 13,000 feet. And the storm just can't hit the island. The pressure builds. The storm either blows apart or it turns. So that's what It's like what a happened. shield. Wait, wait. It's, wait it basically so, is a shield. That's that's so, correct. So the hurricane gets
0: as many hits as the Reds lineup. That's what you're saying.
2: Um. Yes. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Well, that's all right. Um, I... <sighs> I tell you, I I was hearing the different news and stuff like that, and I was I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know what?
2: I hope you're doing all right. So I'm glad to hear that everything is okay over there. Yeah, everything is great. Uh, you know, good weather here, good weather there. I saw some uh, I saw some video uh, posted of uh, Joey Burrow throwing to A.J. Green, and that it looked nice. like the weather was good there.
0: That was nice. I w- I. I think that looked like a crossing pattern, something that the Bengals defense doesn't defend anyway, so that's that's kind of nice that the offense at least runs that play but I'm looking forward to the first deep throw, hopefully for like a touchdown something like that gonna be a good year i i I'm feeling pretty good about it
2: you know it's a it's a it's a very weird time in Cincinnati sports uh Outside of the weirdness that is the world right now, uh, Cincinnati sports in general is in a very weird place because the teams have gone out and done things that is making us react differently than we've ever reacted before. There is some expectation. There is some hope as far as maybe things will be different and then it turns out that maybe Cincinnati is just Cincinnati and we just all need to just continue to play Tom Brennan drinking games and
0: i just um yeah having expectations as a Cincinnati sports fan is a wild ride and the and the fact that both teams went out and spent money that was one of my favorite i mean you know you had And I don't want to get too far into all of this with uh, everything that's been going on in the world. But conspiracy theories have abounded in 2020 for one reason or another. And somebody had kind of a joking conspiracy theory of, well, Bob Castellini shelled out over $100 million and Mike Brown shelled out over $100 million. So maybe they both had an epiphany one night, got together and said, we can't be doing this and just... You know, try to mess around with the world as we know it. And I kind of love that take just because, yeah, it's like you said, this is something that Cincinnati sports fans are not accustomed to. We do not look at our professional franchises and say, oh, hey, they really like, like people, people talk about the Bengals and, Trey Waynes and DJ Reader and they look at the Reds with Nicholas Castellanos and all these opt-outs and they're like did Cincinnati overpay in both cases did the Bengals overpay did the Reds overpay all this other stuff what they don't realize is we never pay how can you overpay if you never pay and yeah it's just Cincinnati man
2: and, and you've heard my rant before talking about what it costs you know what it costs is what it costs. There is no such thing as overpay. It, it's it's what it costs. The contract that that Castellanos got, that's what it cost to bring him here. The con the money that Mike Brown spent. And by the way, has anybody actually seen Mike Brown? since the end of last football season because i am still not convinced that katie doesn't have him locked in a closet somewhere and (laughs) that i i am not i'm serious has anybody seen mike brown someone needs to go check on anybody in cincinnati someone needs to go check on mike brown and at least make sure that katie's throwing a bottle of water in the closet every once in a while because (laughs) i am convinced that she has got him locked up somewhere
0: I'm going to need you to email Paul Daner or text Paul Daner or whatever whenever uh, the time comes around and be like, did you get mock turtle soup? Because if he didn't, then I'm really worried at that point. Um, Yeah, no, it's just been been a little wild with all of this sports talk. But as I mentioned, Evan Williams, what might find its way into your glass?
2: Well, as you know from talking – On many occasions with me, I'm very much a bourbon guy, so um, generally we'll have different bourbons laying around. Um, I've got an Elmer T. Lee right now. I've got a Blanton's. Uh, uh, Those are... The ones because of the expense nowadays associated with those two, I tend to maybe just start off with one of those and just have one of those. But then uh, for everyday drinkers, I'll just go to something simple. I'll go to a Buffalo Trace. I'll go to, uh, I've got a big bottle of Bullet from Costco right now. So nice. I'm not super picky as far as the everyday drinkers go, but it, you know, as long as it's bourbon and it's not, you know, early times, then I'm fine.
0: See, I'm jealous of that because around here when I'm looking for bourbon and I even mention the name Buffalo Trace, liquor, liquor store owners and people who work at them just kind of give me a look, like kind of give me like that side eye, like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're asking about that? Like everybody asks about that. People chase the truck around here. Like there's, there's nowhere that you, if you ever happen upon Buffalo Trace in any specific store, you jump on it. And you make sure you stiff arm anyone in the aisle, even if they're looking at something that isn't even bourbon, you stiff arm them (laughs) just to make sure that they don't grab it from you. And you, well, you pay, you don't want to run out of the store without paying because then that's illegal, but you pay and then you run out of the store and you go because it's just so hard to find around here. So I'm very, very jealous of the three names that you just mentioned, especially there. I mean, I do like bullet bourbon. Don't get me wrong, but um, T Lee Blanton's. I mean, Blanton's is hilarious. Like if you mention that name, they about slap you. You're like, hey, you're never going to find that around here unless you're lining up at like 5 a.m.
2: Right. They know, you know, and the thing with the, the thing with the Blanton's, the thing that really irritates me with the Blanton's is that it was maybe two years ago, $60 a bottle here in Hawaii. Not bad. Yeah. I mean that's kind of the the higher end of my like all the time drinker, but sixty bucks, not bad. And then a couple hipsters or guys with ponytails went on the internet <laughs> and started telling people that, well, you know, if you can't get a Pappy Van Winkle, just buy a Blanton's because it's just as good. And now Blanton's is a hundred and forty dollars a bottle, and I'm pissed. Oh
0: my. I tell you what, when, when it comes to What's going on right now in this amazing weather out in Hawaii? Because I think you always have amazing weather out in Hawaii. But what do you find yourself doing on a day like this?
2: Oh, well, you know, today I watched an awful Reds game. And mm-hmm. if I was out and about, the the thing with all the closures and – and such is that basically your choices are hang out in your yard, go to the beach, or watch something on TV. It's, it's, uh, it is hard Stop to that. find things to do. Uh, one of the things we do have going for us is there's some nice hikes and, you know, some waterfalls you can get to and some things you can do to help pass the time where you don't go stir crazy at home. So, <laughs> so that's kind of the things I've been trying to do try to get out and hike a little bit, get down to the beach. Uh, Occasionally find some place that's open as far as like a restaurant bar type place to hang out every once in a while, but uh, the seating capacity here in Hawaii has been greatly reduced, so it's it's pretty difficult to get into those places unless you just happen to be lucky when you get there.
0: I was surprised as as I get out the other day. I went to Fifty West. It was, actually it was Wednesday night. Went to Fifty West. Me and my wife and we got there and there was a wait. And this place is huge. It's like all outdoors. It's huge. And if you don't want to experience a wait, check out the Postmates app. Download the Postmates app and enter promo code Locked On. You'll get free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100. That's no order minimum either. They've got all kinds of great options. If you want a sandwich, you want a pizza, you want Taco Bell, even if you want McDonald's, they're all on the Postmates app. And if you're trying to avoid leaving your house and staying inside, staying away from the virus and all that good stuff, Postmates even has options where they can go get your groceries and different items from convenience stores for you. Check it out on the Postmates app. Enter promo code locked on. For free delivery for your first seven days, up to $100 with no order minimum. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N on the Postmates app. Anytime you need it, anything you need, Postmate it. And while you're sitting on your couch waiting for your order to be delivered to you, you can go on rockauto.com to order your next part for your car. Are you looking to fix something on your car? Whether it be shocks, struts, brakes, whatever, rockauto.com has it. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need. Go over to rockauto.com. They've got a great, easy-to-use user interface. On the left side, they've got all the different car companies. You can find yours, find your make, find your model, find your specs, and they will have a drop-down list of all the parts that your car will ever need. And in the checkout section in the how did you hear about us area? Type in Locked On M L B. That'll let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's in the checkout section on rockauto.com. Type in L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B. Rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need and a very easy user interface as well they will deliver the parts right to your door rockauto.com and in the how did you hear about a section on the checkout area type in locked on mlb and there was a wait i couldn't believe it and we got and we're just like you know what i think we're gonna do something else we ended up finding a really nice pizza place down in downtown madeira but what kind of uh, uh, does kona ever have a wait
2: so under normal uh, under a normal situation when the airlines are coming here, um, Kona will have a wait often because, um, the tourists like to go there. But the last two times I've been, there was no wait at all. Um, they were maybe half full on their outdoor seating and the indoor seating. Um, you know, it, it, I don't know how to describe it other than that the vibe got killed because of the social distancing rules. Uh, there's no, you can't, you can't sit at the bar. Um, all of the seating around the bar has been kind of removed. So the inside, like, it's not fun anymore. So I haven't been back. I'm waiting for um, things to settle down and get to a point where some of the distancing rules are relaxed before I go back there just because, you know, it's just not a fun stop right now.
0: Sure. I tell you, this this year has been so weird. It's nice to know that Cincinnati sports continues to stay uh, consistent with, with, with what it's been my entire life. I don't know about yours. I know that I was like one years old whenever they won the World Series in 1990, so I can't claim to have been cognizant of what they were doing then. But at the same token ever since then like 2010 2012 that's been the best years of my reds fan life existence and 1999 was like my favorite team and this year was going to be one of those years that we we really looked forward to um maybe uh we'll get there i i, I don't know what what yeah, are your thoughts I'm, I'm
2: on not, that i'm not i'm not ready to throw in the towel on this season yet i mean obviously And your listeners are probably really just scratching their head going, what the hell's going on today? (laughs) You know, clearly we're just not talking about the Reds right now because of the awfulness that was today. But I'm not ready to give up on this team. I'm not ready to just wash my hands of them. I will say this. They have now put themselves in a position where they're going to have to work for it more than they would have had to if they had just come out and played good ball. And they're going to have to play catch up. They're going to have to come from behind. Uh, they're far back from the Cubs now. And watching this team is frustrating. Uh, every time I let myself get excited, something stupid happens, and the, the David Bell points at the bullpen, and I'm ready to just turn off the game because I, I just I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, we've been here before. We've, we've lived with the disappointment, and we have seen them at times put together streaks of great baseball. So what I'm hoping for now is they pull together one of their famous streaks of great baseball, and in a 60-game season, that may be all that it takes. And hope is my strategy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, and, and I'm with you. I Look, I know that... This whole episode, we were trying to basically avoid talking too much about last night's game because last night's game was a clinic in disappointment. But all in all, I'm with you. I'm not giving up on the season just yet. I am a little concerned. Uh, this weekend is going to go a long way to righting the ship. You know, as long as they come out and they play good baseball against the Brewers, that is going to be a a very Big vessel of their comeback if they can do that. The problem is they're going to have to win. They definitely have to win two out of three, if not sweep them to kind of get back to that good feeling, you know, the good vibes that we had a couple of days ago. And I think that that is paramount. I was really excited after Jose De Leon's first inning I'm like oh my gosh this guy's got a terrific mustache he had two strikeouts it was a perfect inning this is phenomenal and then he comes back out and I don't know what the hell happened it looked like two completely different pitchers I don't know where this came from where what why on earth he gave up eight runs then after that well, but he's now been,
2: the- he's been throwing at prasco and this is the thing that I think people don't understand and and if in having talked to several former major league pitchers now uh, I'm kind of I'm really starting to grasp it and that is no matter how much training they do and how much workouts they do on the side and how many things they do to keep their arm in shape, pitching in a game is just different. their adrenaline is on they burn through energy they get tired faster they throw harder, they it's just different they cannot simulate that kind of work over at prosco that is facing major league hitters so you know he came out on adrenaline in a game and he burned through it and and that's why it was the tale of two jose de leon's today uh, I, i'm I'm convinced of it i'm convinced that that's what happened and so in this case i really just feel like they left him in there too long and these guys that are working out over at Prasco to be ready when the Reds need them, you know, I give them a lot of credit for, you know, busting their butts and trying. But you cannot simulate the major league experience anywhere else but in a major league game. And I really do feel like that's what happened to him today.
0: That right there is definitely going to be the title of this podcast: the tale of two Jose De Leones. That that's definitely. You're you're very welcome. Yes, thank you very <laughs> much. <laughs> I oh man I tell you what with this this upcoming series is going to be very important. We got Trevor Bauer coming up here on Friday night going against the Brewers and Eric Lauer. Got to be lots of rhyme. There's going to be so many puns come out of this game. I I am here for it. And then Saturday, Anthony DeSclafani toes the rubber against Brett Anderson for the Brewers. Sonny Gray then toes the rubber on Sunday in the third game of the series against Brandon Woodruff. This is a series that the Reds need. It is three straight games and then they are off. Their first off day of the season on Monday. Steve, what are your thoughts about this upcoming series?
2: <laughs> it's must win, no, really. Um yeah, they yeah. really they they they've really got to they got to turn around they yeah, they got, got to. not only and and, and in multi uh, many areas the the hitting has got to start putting runs on the board uh, the bullpen has got to be able to hold a lead uh, we've got to take advantage of what has been very 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 good starting pitching and uh, if you know if they go into this next series and get swept uh, it, it could be done that could be it I, I mean, it's really that important. And and I mean, I know we're not that far into this, but we are that far into this. If if they don't start winning and winning now, they're going to put themselves in a position to be on the outside looking in, even with half the league making the playoffs.
0: The Reds are more than 20 percent of their way. Through the season, so I'm with you. This is definitely a must-win series, especially with the guys you got going on the mound. I mean, Disco looked amazing in his first start. Sonny Gray has looked like a Cy Young contender for real, and so is Trevor Bauer. You're talking about three amazing starters. They got to get some run support. They've got to, got to, got to score some runs. Even, even I count myself amongst the very positive of Reds fans. And I think even the very positive group that is the Reds fan base is sitting in the middle of a room that is on fire at a table and just looking around going, this is fine. fine. This is okay. We're we're, we're doing great. (laughs) I tell you what, Steve, I thank you so much for coming on tonight. I, I appreciate talking to you. What do we got to look forward to on the Reds alert podcast?
2: I just uh, just dropped an episode uh, yesterday with uh, Red Leg Nation radio host Chad Dotson. Uh, you know, Chad and I go way back. Uh, we've been talking baseball together since 1995. So um, I had Chad on, and we, we just kind of ran through all aspects of the team and, and evaluated David Bell as the manager a little bit. Um, so it's a pretty good listen, I, I think. So you know, I would encourage people to go check it out wherever they're getting their podcasts or at com.
0: I can concur. It is a very good listen. Definitely go check it out.
2: Steve, thank you so much for being on today's
0: podcast. We'll talk to you again soon.
2: All right. Talk to you soon. That'll do it this week for the
0: Locked on Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. Make sure that you are subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And follow the show at Locked on Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. But that'll do it for us here today. Now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball. I will talk to you guys on Monday. Hopefully, we'll be reviewing a winning series against the Brewers.
1: Let's go, Rex. Hey.